Hey, everybody. Welcome to Spiritual Business Spotlight. I'm not sure if I'm going to change the name to Zootopia. Um, That's been kind of kicking around in my mind. But my name is Sue Ellis Saller, and I am here to talk to you about spiritual things and what's going on in life and what I'm noticing in the world and how those things might tie together. So last night, I went and wrote down about eight weeks worth of topics that I'm going to be covering in the near future, and I just wanted to put this out there. If anybody has any topics that they'd like me to cover that revolve around spirituality or business and spirituality, please just let me know. You can drop me a line at sue, S-U-E, at sueellissaller.com. That's S-U-E-E-L-L-I-S-S-A-L-L-E-R.com. Or if you'd like to be an interviewee here, if you do spiritual work and you would like to come on the show, please just drop me a line and let me know. So today I wanted to talk to you about um, you can't hear things until you're ready. Now, there was a meme that was going around a while ago that was like asshole, like the person who asks everybody for their advice but never takes anybody else's advice. And being a spiritual advisor and guide like I am and reading tarot like I do, I come across a lot of situations in which I feel that I have an outside perspective of what a person is going through. And this happens in a lot of people's lives. You know, people come to us for advice and guidance when they're facing hard times or challenges. And a lot of times they're looking for you know, answers or guidance or support or anything like that, things like that. So, but what we have to remember is that a person is going to take the advice that we give and apply that to the situation from his or her own perspective or from their perspective and then work through it in their own good time and in their own good way. And it's just like, this comes up a lot of times in love relationships where from the outside you can see that a partner that a person has chosen isn't, you know, the most supportive and loving person in the whole world. But the other person isn't ready to move on yet. And that's okay. We have to give them, unless they're in bodily, physical harm's way or whatever, unless they're in danger, we can't really stage an intervention for them so that we can forcibly remove them from harm's way unless they're in danger or a danger to themselves and other people. And so a lot of times when people are giving advice and guidance, they have to take a step back and remember that people can't hear or don't want to hear or can't see until they're ready for that. And so sometimes they have to get to the point where Everything breaks down, you know, kind of like the tower card in tarot. And that has been coming up. That theme has been coming up a lot in my life. And I just, and then when I grab my my tarot card stuff, it's on the bottom. And tower is right before that. How funny is that? Um, so these things, you know, sometimes they have to crumble and they have to be ready to be destroyed before a person will want to destroy them. Or a person might not be ready on the more positive side of things. A person might not be ready to take the next step and they have to listen to their own selves. They have to get aligned with 
their desires. They have to get aligned with their self-confidence. They have to get aligned with their motivation. We from the outside can support and guide them as much as we want to, but until a person is ready to make those steps forward for themselves, um, you can't really stand there. It's like... um, you know, when you're trying to get your kid to go from one place to the next and you have your hands on their back and they're just like one foot before the next, you know, you can't lead people through life that way. You have to give them the freedom to be able to make choices, either good or bad for themselves. And then to be Um, responsible for the consequences of those choices that they're making. And I think that that's something, you know, this is just coming up since I said that. I think that's something that a lot of us from like the, you know, children of the 70s, um, we didn't get so much support in taking the responsibility for our consequences. A lot of times our parents or you know, other people would take that responsibility off of our hands, you know, and I'm not saying that is bad because each, each generation of parents is trying to do the best for their kids that they possibly can. Like 99.9% of those parents are really like in there trying to do their best. Um, And, but at the same time, sometimes we forget that people have to learn their lessons, that people are here to learn lessons, to apply those, the wisdom that they pick up from different lessons that they learn in their lives, and then take that to the next level. So the lesson that a person is learning by staying in a situation that you would recommend that they leave is vital for that person's, you know, soul purpose and soul path. And we can't, by giving them advice, somehow remove that, the necessity of that lesson. And, you know, it's kind of like each one of us, the the spiral lesson, the lesson that keeps coming back, even though we feel like we've gotten over it. That's kind of one of these things, like where it's just when you're ready to take the next step, when you're ready to heal from something, when you're ready to put something behind you, then you'll be able to do that. But before that point, you're still going to grieve or you're still going to cry or you're still going to desire something that you know isn't right for you. And there's nothing necessarily quote unquote wrong with that. It's just part of the process of growing, growing into your spirituality, growing into a person, growing and gaining wisdom and knowledge. And a lot of times we forget that people need to experience things for themselves in order to get those lessons. And I hope I didn't repeat myself by saying that. So on the one hand, you know, there's this leaving things behind that are no longer serving a person and being able to see that clearly from the outside looking in. But then there's also this not being able to fully step into the next level until we're ready to be there. And that's kind of something that I've been kicking around in my own life and with my own uh, spiritual evolution and everything is really getting to that place where, like, just for an example, just to share something with you, a couple few years ago, probably three, four years ago, I started my Reiki master training. And at the time I was looking at 
the information about how to attune other people. This is a part of being a Reiki master and teacher. And for some reason, it just did not compute at the time. Like I knew what the symbols meant. I knew everything. But for some reason, my spirit couldn't comprehend that at the time. And so I put it down for a while. And, you know, I've been living this journey for 46 years since I've been here, but at the same time, like this, this Reiki thing, um, more seriously or more, uh, tradition. I don't know if you'd call it traditional or whatever you would call it, but more seriously for gosh, the past 10 years or so. And so it was really weird and strange that I just like all of this stuff went whoosh over my head and I couldn't really comprehend it or whatever. So I went back to normal life and normal doing my thing and studying and reading and learning and listening and absorbing everything that I could around me, um, working with different other teachers and listening to other podcasts and getting into biohacking and and looking at like Dr. Joe Dispenza and his work and everything like that and really kind of everything started solidifying and moving forward again for me. It was just like there was this big break. I don't know. I don't want to call it a break as in like a pause between this and that, but I want to call it like you know, spirit holding me back until I was ready to move to the next level. And so the other day I looked at this Reiki master teacher stuff again, the content that I had from the course. And like, I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is so easy. Everything totally makes sense. So I went from a space where like, I feel like spirit just totally kind of, I don't know, made everything fuzzy and incomplete and unable for me to comprehend to this place where I was just like, I don't even see how I couldn't comprehend this before because it's so easy. And be like reading a sea, like a um, <laughs> where's spot book or whatever from, you know, going from college level back to elementary school books or something like that. So, you know, I don't want to babble too much because I want to make these like these podcasts very short, sweet, to the point and everything like that. But, you know, on the one hand, I really want to remind people who are doing spiritual work and who are doing advisor work and who, you know, parents, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, friends, lovers, whatever, when you are giving other people advice and guidance, please don't project your ego into that. And please don't, you know, ridicule or mock a person for needing to do what they need to do in order to get into that place where they can comprehend what they need to do to move forward. So give your advice and guidance with an open heart and with a desire to help the person move forward, but don't give that advice and guidance from a space that requires them to use that advice or to take that advice 100% to heart and do exactly what it is you said that they need to do. Because a lot of times you're going to end up being frustrated and 
feeling upset that a person didn't take your advice after they had come to you for advice. But, you know, give the advice as a gift. Don't don't have expectations with what they do with it. Just give it as a gift from yourself. And for those of you who are human, I guess, because we're all learning and growing and going on with our lives, make sure, too, that you take other people's advice as a gift. You don't have to do exactly what other people tell you to do, and you can add your own wisdom, your own learning, your own place in life, your own space and evolution to what they've told you, because you yourself have the most complete overview of your life and what you want in the end of it, or what your goals are, what your path is. And, you know, sometimes I can say, like, with relationships and things like that, sometimes you have to just let them go. And sometimes you have to like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Surrender them. And then if they come back, they come back. If they don't, they don't. This is the old, if, if you love something, then set it free. If it doesn't come back, then it wasn't meant to be. But I totally get the fact that sometimes it's not as easy to do as it is to say. I mean, no rhyme or poetry is going to make letting go of something that you totally want any easier. So I understand that. And then also just remember too in your own life, when you're ready to understand something, when you're ready to comprehend, when you're ready to move forward, when your spirit brings everything into alignment for you to take the next step forward, then that's when you move. That's when you go. That's when everything is aligned for you to take the next step into the next level. But until you're there, you're not, or until you're, yeah, until you're there, you're not there. (laughs) So that I think is really, really important from both perspectives to understand, you know, from the perspective of the person who's giving the advice and from the perspective of the person who is living or taking the advice or, you know, trying to move forward. Sometimes you're just not ready and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So do whatever you can to take a step back, to see what it feels like, what alignment feels like for you, to feel into yourself, to feel your emotions, to let them guide you to the next level. Make a space in your life for those aha moments where you really, you know, are confronted with the truth of your situation even if they are if they come from inside of you or if they come through an advising session. A lot of times People need to talk through their problems or just have that space to fully explore what's going on around and within them without any judgment or, you know, uh, expectation assigned or any obligation to do what somebody tells them to do. But, you know, just basically make sure that, like I said, you're open for those aha moments. You don't feel obligated, that you have the space to fully appreciate yourself and where you are and what you want out of life. And when you are the person who's giving the advice, remember that you are being given a blessing by somebody and you are being given the opportunity to give them the gift of you making space for them. 
And making space can be hard for a person, especially if they're really, really close to a situation because they're totally, their happiness is sometimes totally tied to the outcome of what the other person's choice is or what the other person chooses to do with their lives. So we really need to learn to make space and to create space for each other just to be open and honest and explore our feelings and things like that. I think that's something that's kind of a lost art as we've strove, strived, striven. I don't know what the proper verb form is there to, you know, to make the world the best place and to, you know, kind of guide other people. We've lost the I don't know the ability, the the yeah, the ability to create space without a sense of obligation or a sense of um, somebody taking the advice that we give them and doing it exactly what we said, step one, two, three, four, five. So really, like I said, remove any expectation from the person taking the advice. And also, if you're the one who's either learning or growing or getting the advice or whatever, remember that you will do things when you're ready. I compared this to like washing your face or brushing your teeth. This is something I bug my kids about on a daily basis. Like, did you brush your teeth? Did you wash your face? And until their hygiene really is as much of an issue to them, you know, until they get into puberty, until they get uh, excited by, interested in what other people think of them, then they're not really going to, or really even, you know, it's just like, ooh, I don't feel good. I haven't taken a bath today, you know, or ooh, my teeth feel gross because I haven't brushed them. They're just not there yet. And right now it's my job as their mom to make them do this because this is a health issue and a hygiene issue and everything like this. So this is the where my advice, I have to be a little bit more forceful about it. But if it was something that wouldn't end up hurting them or costing them money or whatever in the long run, if it was just like some minor choice, I don't even want to say that because some of these things are major choices and decisions, but, you know, I can only do as much as I can. I can only advise as much as I can and before they're ready to understand the advice, before they're ready to fully embrace what I'm telling them then everything that I say is just words. And sometimes it's even like you're speaking a different language to somebody until they're ready to take that advice. So I hope that I didn't babble too much and I hope that this made sense. And especially for those of you who are listening to this from the perspective of advisors, please just make sure that you come into your advising sessions with an open mind and an open heart and an open spirit allow your clients to take what they can from you and apply that to their lives. Of course, they're going to come back a lot of times because sometimes these things happen in phases, you know. Um, it's just that, like, that spiral lesson moving up. You, you have to walk up the staircase one stair at a time. And so the gifts that you're given as the advisor, as the guide, 
as the energy healer, as whatever you know, uh, role you play in this person's life, let them make their decisions. Let them make their choices. That's that you know your job ends at you giving the advice, and then that's where their job begins in using what they know, what they've understood, what they understand at that point, and making a better life for themselves with that in their hand. So you've given them a tool, and they just have to be ready to use that tool. And you can't follow them around saying, use that tool I gave you, use that tool I gave you. You could of course, but I don't know how much frustration or satisfaction you're going to get out of that, to tell you the truth, personally. So just remember, a lot of times people don't really understand until they're ready to understand. So I hope that helps you out. <laughs> if you have anything to add to this conversation or if there was a specific point that you would like me to kind of expand upon, please let me know. Please let me know your thoughts. And of course, please subscribe to my podcast and we will talk to you soon. Thank you again. My name is Sue Ellis Saller. I am a spiritual advisor and teacher and you can find my work at www.sueellissoller.com. Take care, be blessed, have a fantastic day.